Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Olivia Perez. Today's episode is one of my favorites to record every year. I get to do it twice a year, and it's always just so much fun for me. As you guys know, I was just in New York for Fashion Week, and Fashion Month is still going. They are just wrapping up Milan and about to head to Paris, so I hope you guys have been following along, catching all of the incredible shows, and are ready for, in my opinion, the best week. From Louis Vuitton to Chanel, there are so many good shows coming up. I love Fashion Month. It's such a creative time in our industry and a moment where I always feel the most inspired between seeing all the collections, going to shows that truly feel like theater, learning about details from behind the scenes and reading show notes. What I loved most about this season is that I felt that every designer really was true to themselves. I felt like everyone had a really distinctive point of view and story told through their lens as a designer, which almost makes it more interesting to talk about trends because it means that they are seeing things out there in the world collectively and sharing them back with us for us to wear. So today we're going to cover five trends that I've seen throughout the month that I think are the most wearable. There are things that you can buy on Amazon right now. You can incorporate into your wardrobe super easily. You don't have to be super fashion savvy to do so, but it will just add that extra oomph to your wardrobe. I'm going to share some things that are on the cheaper end and some things a little bit more expensive. If you feel like splurging, I just want to make sure that there's something for everybody here. So without further ado, let's get into it. The first trend that I'm excited to talk about, and this one has been permeating for a little while, I feel like I started talking about it early December, is the ballet flat. And maybe I want to scale that back a little bit and actually just say flats in general. It's so interesting because when I look at my closet right now, I feel like my closet represents all of the pendulums of fashion one staple that I feel like was huge for a really long time, the sneaker. I have boxes of sneakers at my house. I'm a little bit of a collector. I absolutely love sneakers. And I feel like for a good two to three years there, where street style really started to become a big thing, sneakers were front and center of that era. And so, of course, I have a ton of sneakers. But now I feel like we are shifting to the opposite side of that. I think women in America want to wear things that are really comfortable but elevated. And I feel like the sneaker was the first part of that you know, going from heels to sneakers. Sneakers were like the ultimate defiance of anything that felt uncomfortable. It was athleisure. It was comfort. We were wearing sneakers from our morning meetings to dinners at night. 
And now I feel like we are in this moment of wanting a little bit more elevated style. So it makes sense that flats are back in the picture again. I saw beautiful flats at shows like Tory Burch and Altazara. Tory Burch obviously being the, in my mind, biggest proponent of ballet flats over the past few years. Tori has been selling flats for as long as I can remember. I'm sure you guys can instantly recall the Tory Burch flats that have her logo on it. They're quite iconic for the brand. And those definitely feel reminiscent of a ballet flat. But on the other side of the spectrum of the flat, sitting at Altazara, there were flats walking down the runway that were so stunning and so architecturally inspired. They were pointed toe flats with cutouts in them. They were almost like an Indian style slipper. They were so beautiful. And to me, a really welcome level in this era of flats that we're in. And this is something that I think, you know, if you open up WWD or Business of Fashion right now, that is the lead headline, is that fashion is going back to this moment of the essential wardrobe. How can designers create clothes for the everyday person who loves fashion, but wants to have a closet that feels a little bit more curated? And the flat is a perfect addition to that. A few tips when going to buy flats. First of all, if you are someone with back problems like me, definitely get a shoe insert for them because sometimes if a flat is really flat to the floor, it can hurt your back. I have a pair of Prada flats that I love. They are a little bit more of a sandal, but they have that really thick grip on the bottom. And I made the investment in those shoes because I wanted something that felt a little bit more supportive. And I can say I always feel good wearing those. I also think it's really important when you're going to buy flats to look at the shape and figure out what shape works best for you. This is something that I talk about with pretty much every piece of clothing. But when it comes to flats, I think this is really important. There are a lot of obviously different shapes and styles, the two most common being a rounded toe and a pointed toe. I personally love a pointed toe. I think it's a little bit chicer, a little bit more elevated, and also gives you a very weird illusion of height. With a rounded toe, I always feel a little bit shorter and I don't feel like it gives me the best proportions. I think you really have to know your own proportions, your style, and what works best for you with flats. With any pair of flats, I would always say a crop denim is always the best way to go because you don't have a heel on, could lose a really nice proportion of your body by wearing everything oversized and then a flat shoe under it. So I'm always in my favorite Levi's jeans. They're a dad jean, a high-waisted crop right below my ankle and a pair of flats. I think that's a beautiful way to pair them together. And I'm really loving the classic ballet flats at Monster Gabrielle. I think they make some of the most beautiful leather goods. Their bags I'm so obsessed with and have been for so long. Speaking of essentialism, it just feels like the quintessential everyday perfect piece. And they have really great flats right now for a really great price. They're about two to $300. On the other side of that, I would also say my beloved J. Crew, a brand that I recommend so often is going through a major rebrand right now and has amazing flats as well in different colors. So you can find something for your individual style. If you're looking to splurge, I just splurged on the most beautiful pair of St. Laurent flats. They're actually more of a slingback, which I also think falls into the flats category. They're a pointed toe with this beautiful gold embossed buckle on the front. I absolutely love them. Definitely need a little bit of breaking in, which I think is something that all flats need get some baby powder, walk around in them in your house, let them loosen up a little bit. I think anyone can make a flat work. It just has to feel true to you and your style. Moving on to the second trend. This is a trend that I love. It felt very discreet, which I thought was very cool as well. And it's the fishnet. I have not been historically a fishnet girl, but I think this season really showed me that it can be such a wonderful addition to a look if it's done in a very sleek, 
simple and discreet way. To reference Tori Burch again, The Tori Burch Show was, in my opinion, one of Tori's best. I think it really was representative of style in America across the country today. They're amazing pieces for winter, whether you're in New York or L.A., I really loved the styling of it, especially when it came down to the fishnets. Again, it was a very discreet detail. She had one look that was a beautiful silk white dress that went down to someone's ankle. It was paired with a pump, and then the fishnet just barely poked out in the ankle area and was just that perfect pop of edge. I think that this trend, again, is about discretion. I don't think it's about wearing a miniskirt with a full fishnet and a pump. I think it's about that tiny little element of something that just feels a bit edgy. It was interesting because while I didn't see it in that many other shows, I saw it so much in street style. I had so many friends that I bumped into that had this fishnet style very discreetly within their outfits, whether it was layered underneath a top, the slit of a skirt. It was really beautiful to see and I think something that everyone should have in their wardrobe if they want to try. My biggest recommendation for this, don't go for one that feels really thick, both fabric-wise and cross-hatch-wise. The Tory Burch ones were very narrow, very thin, and very almost delicate, and I think that's the best way to go if you want to try this fishnet look. Every season, there's a color, and this season's color were two, but I think if we want to batch it into like an overall theme, I would say primary colors were all over the runways this season. Even now, as I'm recording this, we're at the end of London Fashion Week, going into Milan Fashion Week, and even in London, I saw these colors permeating the runway consistently, and that is a cherry red and a bright yellow. I actually, even speaking of other colors, I saw gold all over street style, and I'm loving it because I do feel that while we, again, are talking about this essentialism, building a new wardrobe, we still have to have these moments that make us feel like fashion that make us feel excited to wear something and make us feel bold and bright. And I think that's where these colors come in. I'm loving the cherry red, especially. I think the way that it showed up on the runway, whether it was a bright red leather strapless dress at Proenza, a beautiful floral length coat at Tory Burch, and more, I think it's really going to be the color of the season. And I actually feel like it's a very natural progression. I feel like hot pink a la Valentino has been a huge moment. And now I think that we're finding that other color that's going to bring us that joy and make us feel like we're excited to get dressed up. Color really does that for me. I really believe in color therapy. I feel like anytime I'm having a bad day or maybe I'm in a weird mood, putting on like a bright purple sweater or a yellow sweater or something that just makes me feel like I'm alive and happy and joyful is so helpful for me just mentally and physically. And so I welcome these bright colors and I'm so excited to see them in style in summer and fall. We'll be right back after the break. As a beauty lover, I'm always on the hunt for new things that I love that can go in my purse and keep me going all day long. One of them that I recently added is called Nez, and I'm obsessed with it and have to tell you guys why you might be doing deodorant all wrong. Did you know that deodorant should actually be customized for the different occasions during the day because your body creates different types of sweat? Stress sweat is totally different and even comes from a different type of sweat gland than movement or heat-based sweat. Who knew? So if you're going to a big meeting that is stressful, you should be wearing a different deodorant than if you're about to hit the gym. Why has deodorant always been one size fits all? I have no idea. So I started using Nez. It's a new, clean, aluminum-free, dermatologist-tested deodorant brand that's customized for all the different sweat moments. It's available in workout sesh, board meeting, and date ready, and gives you the right sweat protection and the right fragrance just at the right time. 
Nez deodorant fragrances smell so good and these deodorants actually work. So don't be worried that you're going to smell bad, sweat too much because Nez works. I love that they come in mini packaging sizes. It's great to have on the go. I have it in every bag, every suitcase while I'm traveling because you just never know when you're going to need it. You can build your perfect bundle of three Nez mini deodorants tailored to your life and sweat moments. Visit nezcare.com and use promo code FRIEND at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That's N-E-Z-C-A-R-E.com and use promo code FRIEND for 10% off your entire order. The promo code is valid through June 30th, 2023, so make sure you get your Nez deodorants just in time for summer. Now let's get back to the show. Now, I know that red is a really hard color, and I totally respect that it doesn't work with everyone's skin tones, and it's just really bright, especially this cherry red. Something I would recommend if you are someone who wants to dive into this cherry red or bright yellow phase, I love a good red or yellow cable knit sweater with a true blue pair of jeans and whatever you want on the bottom for shoes. I think it's a great entry point. And for me, I'm a big Ralph Lauren girl. I love all of their cable knit sweaters. I think that they're great price and amazing quality. I've had some of mine for five, six years, and I actually love the way that they age. They're so comfortable, and I also think the hues are always spot on. So my advice to you guys, if you want to try these colors, go get a cable knit sweater, try it on with a pair of jeans, and get used to wearing that before you maybe splurge on a dress or a coat or any of those things. Again, some of my favorites, Ralph Lauren, Aritzia, J. Crew. they all make great sweaters at a great price. And of course, if you feel like splurging, I saw a insanely beautiful cherry red Laura Piana sweater on their website the other day. It's the splurge of a lifetime. But hey, again, I said I was going to give options for everyone. The next trend I think is my favorite trend because I have been loving this new style that I think everybody is wearing and I'm loving seeing it evolve. It's the skirt suit. I've been such a big fan of the midi trend phase. I feel like it is a level up of a suit. And I love my suits, as you guys know. I have so many different blazers. I never feel as good as I do than when I'm in a suit. So welcoming in the skirt suit era is something I'm incredibly excited about. I saw so many belted skirt suits at Proenza. Of course, they were at Tory Burch. I saw a lot of incredible, beautiful, different shapes of a skirt at Kate. And there were even some knit ones at Carolina Herrera that I just thought were stunning. I think the skirt in general, if maybe you're not excited about a skirt suit, I think the skirt in general is something that everyone needs to find a good one for their closet and wear it constantly. I went on the real rail about two, three months ago, and I found an incredible Gucci midi skirt with a few buttons on it. And I think I got it for like 150 bucks and I wear it all the time now. It's one of my favorite new additions to my closet because it's so easy to put on and look polished. I love mini skirts, but I think obviously they are really fun for going out at night, going out with friends, going out for cocktails. This midi skirt that I have, I will literally put on during the daytime with a tank top and my flats and feel so professional, so put together and just really good. Again, it feels like a natural extension of the suit. I just got one from Paris, Georgia. That's a beautiful olive green, and I'm in love with it. The blazer actually has a hook and eye in it, so it creates a little bit of an hourglass shape once I put the hook on over the skirt. And it just feels like a really beautiful feminine touch to my wardrobe. Again, I I feel like it's an extension of the suit in a way that we are like embracing femininity in a new way in fashion right now between 
the ballet flat and the skirt suit. So I think if you're someone also who wants to go for something a little less structured, I just think it's such an easy shoe-in outfit to have a skirt set in your closet for when maybe you have a business meeting or you have a brunch or any of those things. It's just a really beautiful way to put together a tailored outfit with barely any effort. My best recommendation if you're shopping for some new ones, as I said, I have one from Paris, Georgia, a little bit pricier, but Reformation has amazing sets. I would go on there and look at their skirt sets. They have really great ones that are really flattering in a bunch of different colors at a great price point. So I would definitely check those out because you can put that on, add a coat over it, put a knee-high boot or a flat, and you immediately have a great outfit. One also micro trend that I'm seeing from the rise of the skirts and the jackets over it these belts. And I know this is so random, but belts I think are about to make a really interesting comeback. If you go on Vogue Runway right now and look at the Michael Kors show, the main thread, the main motif in his entire show were these large oversized Western inspired belts that I just thought were so chic. I really think that belts are going to come back in style in a really big way. I feel like over the past few years, you know, we have the classic black belt with a gold buckle But I think belts that are really interesting looking, even, you know, I can bring up Kate again, because in my opinion, Kate has the most stunning belts. I think these belted moments are also coming back into style. So start looking for something cool and interesting. I would go vintage on this because I think belts are such a representation of your style and can really make an outfit. I would go look at the Michael Kors collection and really get inspired by that because They're such a wonderful addition, and I am excited to see the different iterations that carry on between summer and fall. Last but not least, something that I loved seeing last year was the rise of the rosette. I feel like we saw this cute little rosette on everything. Magna Bytrum made it so popular with all of her dresses that we saw on Hailey Bieber and Kendall Jenner. We were seeing all of these gorgeous dresses with giant roses on them. And so many other designers have been incorporating them into their style. I actually got a pair of Manolo Blahniks that have the rosette on the front. It's so fun and again, super feminine. So I love it so much. I think we're shifting away from the rosette. I think everyone got it out of their system. And now the one thing that I'm seeing constantly are bows, ribbon bows, which I think is so cute. Again, feminine, dainty. I'm really, really loving all of these feminine motifs that we're seeing in fashion right now. Proenza had bows going down the runway. Rodarte had bows. Kate. And even just now, a few days ago, Simone Rocha had bows everywhere, even on the models' faces. It's such a nice touch. And I think something really easy to incorporate if you are someone who wants to add that feminine touch to a look. Here's a quick tip if you're not someone who wants to just like add a piece of ribbon to your outfit. If you go on my Instagram right now and you see my Perenza Schooler look, it was a floral dress with a white cardigan over it. I actually decided to put that dress on backwards and tie the bow that would usually be in the back to hold the dress up in the front and make the bow really, really large and pronounced and kind of look like it was holding my cardigan together. I thought that that was such an easy way to add femininity and structure to this outfit and also incorporate a bow that just felt really classic. So I would look at your clothes and see how you can incorporate that already. Definitely don't recommend just like adding a random ribbon bow to your look, but it's really cute. I think even going online and finding a sock with a little ribbon, I think is something that's going to be really fun and something that we see all over street style throughout the summer is going to be like a cute sneaker with a little you know, lace sock with a ribbon on it. Ribbons are everywhere. So definitely go through your closet and see how you can incorporate it. 
And of course, if you don't want to incorporate it into your style, turn it into something with beauty. Tie your hair back with a little bow. That's something that I feel like we're seeing already a ton of and just a bigger opportunity to include it more. Personally, I'm not going to give myself any credit here or, you know, toot my own horn, but in my predicting the 2023 trends episode that I put out at the beginning of the year, I talked about Wednesday being something that I think would permeate pop culture in such a big way and really permeate fashion. I think this grunge academic look is all over fashion right now. We saw it at Rodarte. We even saw it a little bit at Kate. And I think that this ribbon bow is a peak example of how to incorporate it into your life. It's almost like grunge school prep. And I absolutely love it. I'm living for it. It feels really whimsical and fun. And again, I think while we are in this moment of essentialism, it's so important to think of these whimsical, fun, almost otherworldly moments that we can bring into our fashion every day because that's why we love fashion. Fashion is about imagination. It's about dressing up. It's about almost embodying someone outside of your own self and encapsulating the highest form of your own self-expression. So of course, while I'm always going to advocate for getting the perfect suit and the perfect pair of flats, have fun with your fashion, lean into these trends, try something new, because I think the more that you do, the more that you're going to learn about yourself. I hope you guys love these trends. This was so much fun. Again, it's always one of my favorite things to do to sit down and reflect and see what the collective consciousness of fashion is revealing in this given moment and how we can incorporate it into our everyday lives. Let me know if you guys have any questions. My DMs are always open. I hope you guys love today's episode. And of course, if you haven't followed the show, rated the show, or left me a review, please do so because it always helps the show grow and I appreciate it so much. Have an amazing week ahead, everyone, and I will see you next Monday. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Bs. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.